0: Well, welcome to another edition of our Preps Podcast. It's 2021, uh, the start of high school football season. Uh, Today we're going to talk with Omar Cooper, uh, wide receiver uh, senior at Lawrence North, uh, Indiana commit. We're going to talk to him about his recruitment process, uh, his commitment to IU, and then kind of looking at his upcoming season and uh, he kind of dropped some uh, news about his uh, his knee injury and kind of where he's at with that, uh, you know, and then also just kind of looking ahead to his uh, his goals for the season. And, and then we had a few fun questions with him as well. It was part of our uh, – Omar was part of our super team, which ran on Indystar, com this week and, and in the paper. Uh, we had a lot of preview stuff. We had – so check that out. We had our, our power rankings, our – Uh, team-by-team look at all the teams in the area in central Indiana. Um, You know, lots of stuff, a lot of fun stuff. We did a a, a kind of a cool idea, kind of like a baseball card, our social media uh, presence with, uh, you know, each of our super team players, a photo and then some questions on the back. Uh, I thought that came out really neat. Uh, So something a little bit different that we did this year. Uh so we're going to talk to Omar here in a, in, a, in a minute just wanted to uh kind of you know just take a look and then at the end of the uh, podcast uh after the interview with Cooper talking a little bit about what what I'm looking forward to in week 1 uh but just kind of looking at looking ahead uh to this week on Friday night I think some of the big games some of the usual suspects I think uh as far as the uh, games go Uh, The normal week one game, Center Grove and uh, and Warren Central, certainly a big one. I had a chance to see Center Grove last week in their scrimmage against Avon, and and they're certainly the real deal. I had a chance to talk to Mike Kirshner yesterday as well, the uh, Warren Central coach. who is uh, coming over there from uh, Mount Vernon? Former Ben Davis coach. Uh, you know he knows you know kind of what they're up against, but also excited about his own team and that that Warren Central team. Very young last year, uh, and I think they're going to benefit from uh, from that experience last year. Coming off a of four and six year, uh, I think they're going to be better. Whether they can beat Center Grove or not, I, I don't. I, I tend to doubt it. It's going to be a tough uh, matchup, clearly for them Uh, center grove is loaded uh again this year after their state championship last year but you know some other some other interesting games i think are on on the docket for this week Uh, cathedral is is going to westfield two teams that that played for a state championship last year cathedral won 5a and was only beaten by center grove last year in a game they probably could have won uh they go to westfield again they won this game handily last year i think westfield uh You know, they were able to kind of turn that into a positive, make a a run to the state finals in 6A. I think they're capable of doing that again. I think this will be a better game uh, than it was last year. So interested to see how that one goes as well. Ben Davis and Brownsburg play at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, that's part of a, a doubleheader. That's the second game of a doubleheader. The first one is, is Lebanon Mooresville. Uh but Ben Davis, I think, I probably may, maybe one team I, I maybe underrated uh going into this year. Uh after kind of assessing it a little bit more. I think their their offense could be really explosive this year. And then they have uh several guys returning on the on the defensive side, not as many uh, but uh, they have some playmakers there as well. Juwan Swanson, who uh, started for him at quarterback last year, going to be uh, in his second year. You know, the more I do this, the more you look at second-year quarterbacks or third-year quarterbacks as being a uh, real key to success. And I think uh, – they're going to benefit from having a returner at quarterback and then a lot of talent around him. So I'm curious to see that. That that should be a really good game. Brownsburg, conversely, has a new quarterback and a lot of pieces around him uh, that are good. But, uh, you know, they'll be breaking in a new quarterback as well. You know, looking down the lineup, Carmel goes down to Louisville Trinity. I think that that's always an interesting game. Uh, Trinity a lot of times gets the better of uh, – you know, our team's up here, but, uh, you know, I think Carmel's going to be another team I think will be better this year than they were a year ago. Uh, again, new uh, uh, starting quarterback returns, Zach Osborne, and, and uh, you know, they are breaking in some new players in the starting lineup. But, uh, you know, I think that's another team will be better at the end of the year than they are at the beginning. Uh, but I think they'll, they're they in for a good season. Brebuff Jesuit goes to Chatard I'm curious to see Brebuff has a lot of guys coming back, especially on that defensive side. Uh Chattard, uh, you know, two time three A state championship uh, team moving up to four A this year uh in the postseason. So, you know, see see what they look like and, and another team that you know they just seem to reload every year, but uh they will have quite a few new uh starters in the lineup as well. Uh new pilot, Decatur Central. Decatur's been, you know, really solid five A, really good five A team under Kyle Enright. Uh, New Pal trying to. Uh, it sounds weird to say it's a bounce back here, but they didn't win the sectional last year, which and they, their uh, 65 game regular season winning streak came to an end. But uh, New Pal always, you know, punches above its weight. They're actually a 4A team playing 5A you know, through the success factor. <clears throat> so uh, you know that a difficult game at, at Decatur. Um, you know, and, and I think that will be really interesting to kind of see where they're at this year, where New Pal is. Uh, have they gotten better uh and Decatur again very very athletic very, uh, you know solid solid program uh right now so those are some of the uh <clears throat> we'll have more I have the predictions in the in the paper on uh Friday and online uh, later on Thursday um you know so so there's some other really interesting games I think Lawrence North at Avons another one uh two teams that'll you know, potentially be without a couple of their star players but nonetheless an interesting game and uh you know i think it'll be you know again curious to see where where teams kind of stack up you know that's kind of what you're looking for in week one is uh what's the hierarchy look like uh especially some of these 6a games just to see where uh where how, how good teams are in the first game of the year so uh look forward to that uh, i'm gonna uh turn it over now our interview with omar cooper uh, from lawrence north and then at the end of the uh uh, broadcast, at the end of the podcast, talk a little bit about some of the things I'm looking for in uh, week one. So, again, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the uh, interview with, with Omar Cooper. Well, here with our first guest for our uh, upcoming high school football season, it's uh, Omar Cooper from Lawrence North. And, uh, Omar, thanks for uh, coming on. No problem. Anytime. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, recruiting and and uh, kind of what's what's upcoming for you uh, heading to IU. But first, I wanted to start with your your upcoming senior season at Lawrence North. Uh, I know you're coming off a, a knee injury from uh, you know going back to December, but uh, where's that kind of stand? What what's kind of your status, Omar, as you get into your your senior season?
1: Uh, right now, I'm looking and feeling really good. Uh, I'm getting confident, more confident in myself that I'm fine and I'm healed, like the doctors say I am. Uh, right now, I will probably, I will probably not be playing the Avon game. Well, I won't be playing the Avon game. Uh, but next week is still undecided yet, so it's whatever. However, whatever me, my family, and my trainers say, uh, they think
0: I should do it. We all agree we should, I should do. Well, good. It'd be good to see you back out there. I know this has kind of been a, a you know a long process for you. You know, coming off the ACL. Uh, just what was that like as an athlete, having to you know? I'm sure that was your first time going through something like that. What was that? What was that process like for you uh, to kind of, as an athlete, get yourself not only physically ready again, but also mentally, kind of going through that and and uh, feeling confident again.
1: Uh, it's a long, hard process. Uh, it wasn't easy. It's just uh, it's more as I saw that I was getting better with things and doing doing things easier than when I first started. Uh, it made me more confident. Just getting reps, reps helped a lot. Uh, doing things over and over and more it helped me be. It just helped me more be more confident, knowing that I can do it. So that I just haven't worried about it as much.
0: Well, I know I joked with you about being the the quasi uh, assistant coach for the basketball team uh, during this season. I know that's, you know, not ideal for you. You want to be out there playing, but you know, was that something that uh, you know, when you look back at that, can can that maybe help you as a as an athlete to see that from that perspective and and you obviously had a really good basketball team to watch last year and and, and help uh, coach, but uh could, could that help you maybe see things from a different perspective?
1: Yes, I feel like it, it can just because you're not out there and you're sitting by, like, where the coach is at or just sitting out so you can see what the coaches see and just being next to them, you hear what they saying or what they talking about. So it'll make you, when you go out there, like, do the things that that they talk about and stuff like that. So it, it just, I
0: feel like it'll make me a better player. Well, CJ, again, talking to uh, Omar Cooper from uh, Lawrence North. He's a uh, two-time 1,000-yard receiver, uh, His sophomore and junior year at at Lawrence North. And uh, Omar, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about your recruiting process, too. You you picked IU here about, uh, oh, what was it, about a month and a half ago um, and and made your decision to go to IU. And I know, know people obviously connect you to Donovan McCulley, Uh, the uh, Mr. Football candidate and one of the finalists last year, the quarterback from Lawrence North, uh, obviously was throwing you a lot of passes these last couple of years. But you also have a connection in uh, C.J. Gunn, your basketball teammate, who you go back with a long way, uh, who's also headed to IU. So how how much did did maybe those two factors, uh, those two players, uh, factor into your decision to go to to Indiana? Uh, They made a big big, uh,
1: impact on my decision. Uh, CJ he was just always talking about if we go to IU we can still we can uh, be roommates or we can try to be roommates and just continue being friends how we was Uh, and then Donovan he always was on that he was always on uh, just recruiting me saying how we can do what we did in high school at the college level in front of more fans and just been, uh, and he, he just talked about how he loved the coach's staff a whole lot. And all. So it just made me uh, like the school more.
0: And you were also looking, I know, at West Virginia. You really liked that uh, visit as well and, and their program there. Uh, you know, I know that's farther away, and, and it's not in your backyard like IU is. But, but you know, what was your impressions of West Virginia? Was it hard to turn them down? Uh,
1: yes, it was very hard to turn them down the coordinator and receivers coach Coach Parker. I liked him a whole lot. He was a big factor a It was one of my top schools. He was on me recruiting. Uh, he was just one of my favorite coaches to connect with and hopefully we keep connecting but uh, it was hard. It was mainly it mainly just came down to uh, how close it was uh, how how much further it was from my, uh, my house and this family being able to see and come to my games and uh i'm really i wouldn't really know people out in West G and i'm not i'm not a big getting to know new people type of guy so that's what it came
0: down to well you have a, a team obviously you know a lot of guys at lawrence north going into your senior season here and also uh your basketball season i know that's important to you to, to play uh your senior year of basketball and and I am guessing you're you're still planning on doing that, right? This year. Yes, I am. What does it mean to you to to you know see this program in, in football turn around the way it has uh, these last couple of years at Lawrence North? Uh, it's
1: a very big thing to me. Just being a part of being one of the key parts to the team that helped turn around Lawrence North and get them on the right track is just always a good thing cuz you always be uh, remember, just because you
0: are one of the teams that helped become, uh, make them better than what they usually was. Well, we're gonna uh, close here. I'm gonna ask. I, I I got five questions for you, and a couple of them you answered already for our Super Team uh, the project we put together. Uh, but I'm gonna throw a couple different ones at you too. But let's start with this one. Why Why do you wear number 11? What's the What's the story behind that?
1: Freshman year, I played quarterback in my number seven. And then we had, a, beginning of sophomore year, we had a transfer come in, Armand Hillman. He played DB, and that was always his number. And that was one of my uh, like big brothers or whatever. So I just I was like, I'll let him wear it since he older than me. And uh, I just chose number 11 because Julio Jones was my favorite receiver to watch. So it may is feel like the right decision to choose.
0: Now, what you know, to, kind of adding to that, what what was your history playing receiver? Had you played much receiver before that? Uh, No, like
1: my freshman year, I played receiver like two or three. Well, like two or three plays, and then in practice one time, I had a really good catch, and all the coaches said I like play receiver, so. I should maybe try playing it next, my sophomore year, because I wouldn't play varsity quarterback until Donovan left. So I didn't really have much receiver uh, reps or anything
0: before sophomore year. seemed, seemed to work out pretty well. Yes, it did. So I like this answer you gave on uh, something non-football-related people May not know about you, and, and you, you said you can't dance at all. what What's the, uh you know? Have you? I'm, I'm guessing you've tried. It's just not. It doesn't come. Doesn't come to you. No,
1: not at all. I'm very stiff and
0: off beat. It just, it not look good. <laughs> so you leave. Just you, at least you know that now. At your age, you don't have to even ever ever try it again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, one other question. I don't think I asked you this one. I asked a lot of other players, but who's the toughest uh, player you've ever played against? And, and I know you being a, a, a two-sport guy, it could be basketball or football. But I, I'll ask you football. Who's the who's the toughest football player you've played against? Uh,
1: player, it would be Daley Cardnell from Ben Davis. Uh, team, it would probably be Warren. Warren was
0: team that I won against. How about uh how about on the basketball court? Who's the toughest guy you've gone up against? Uh probably, probably be
1: either either Leland it would probably be Leland Walker.
0: And, and you would get uh you would get some of those tougher assignments like Leland, wouldn't you? I mean so defensively? Yes I would. And you, you also hit some big shots, I know. So uh, you you had that uh, going for you last time you played. Uh, one other one one other one you uh, you did answer was uh, your biggest role model was was your dad. Can you kind of talk a little bit about you know what what your relationships like? And and for those who don't know, uh, Omar Cooper Sr. is a uh, assistant basketball coach for Lawrence North.
1: He's just always been there for me since we was little. He was always my coach, uh, and he played college sports, so he helps me a lot because he's been through the college level uh, for sports. And he's just like one of my best, like one of my best friends, even though he's my dad. So our relationship just always been good, except for sometimes on the field we get at it, but other than that, we have one. We have a really close
0: relationship, and he—he's uh, kind of been through it before too. You—you you have a history of uh, athletes in your family, and—and and how much does that kind of help you? Maybe prepare you for the next level.
1: Uh, it helps a lot because you know how it just is as a family. You always want to compete and be the best one out of all of them. So it—it it just makes me want to be the best out of everybody that's been on the collegiate level in my family.
0: And last one here. I don't think I asked you this one either. Is there any any certain uh, singer or artist you have to listen to to prepare yourself before a game?
1: Uh, it would probably be maybe a young boy. That's my favorite
0: rapper. He always gives me hype. Not little baby. I I got a lot of those answers.
1: Nah, he's 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 probably my number two though.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll give you one more, too, here. If you had to eat one meal the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, I'll say chicken or
1: yeah, chicken because you can make all the different kinds of uh, chicken, like baked or, and stuff like that. And then there's it's a lot of flavors you can make and be different with. So I feel like you just wouldn't get tired of eating chicken just because there's so many different
0: flavors you can come up with and use. I like it. I like I like the thought you put into that one. Well I think uh I think that's gonna do it, Omar. I appreciate you doing this and uh best of luck to you. What's 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 uh you know, what's kind of this process But do you, do you feel like you're at hundred percent health now, pretty much? Uh, yes I do feel like I'm pretty much in there. Good. Well good luck to you when you get back out there and and appreciate you coming on. Uh thank you. No problem. Anytime. Thanks, Omar. Well, thanks, Omar, for coming on this program. And uh, as you heard there, he's not planning on playing uh, uh, for sure against Avon in week one and uh, probably not the following week, but then he should be back uh, week three. Uh, I know his rehab has been going, going well, and uh, it's been um, – you know about eight months now since his uh, surgery so he's on track to uh, to come back and, and should have a great year for lawrence north uh three things i'm looking forward to this weekend and number one is uh you kind of have to uh, address it at this point the uh, covid 19 situation uh again has the delta variant is is kind of ramped things up again kind of to where we were last year or really at this time in talking to a coach yesterday, you know, feels like it, it may be in a worse situation uh, because of this, uh, this Delta so contagious and, and it's affecting kids more. And, and, you know, I know, you know, from talking to him, he's, he's hopeful, you know, kids are going to get vaccinated and it can, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine. Um, you know, they, they had a, you know, again, a couple of schools have had situations where, you know, it's been a, you know a quarantine situation not necessarily a positive case but quarantine from class and uh you know you're knocking out several kids in you know, shenandoah earlier this week uh talking to their ad they're in a similar situation they had a lot of uh, kids in their school i think it was uh, 250 kids you know in k through 12 had to be quarantined and then uh you know the health department came in and said you know that's it's just spreading too much you know we have to uh, shut down school for two weeks you know in turn that shut shut down the athletic programs for two weeks so i know some frustrating times there's there's been uh several uh teams that have had to uh, uh cancel already for this week and i you know just had kind of a running list uh, you know shenandoah obviously is one i saw you know as i record this thursday morning uh washington uh down in southern indiana is not going to play west vigo they were supposed to play week one um you know, Elwood is was unable to play uh, their week one game. Uh, Jeffersonville, Lewis Cass, uh North North Decatur, South Decatur game uh, got uh, canceled. Um, you know, so not not again not a ton in our immediate area yet. I mean, it is still you know more than 24 hours from the first uh, game, and we saw last year. Uh, I think it was Ron Colley, Southport. Southport had to quarantine and. You know, they it was kind of a last last minute. And, you know, it was, it was Friday afternoon, and they had to cancel. So, uh, that we could see more of that. I I would not. You know, I I know it's going on out there. Other sports are having to cancel some games, and uh, it seems to be even maybe in a worse place than it was a year ago. So that's that's probably the first thing to to touch on as we you know look forward to uh, week one. Is is that uh, hanging over everybody's heads again uh, with the uh, Delta variant? Uh, of covid 19 situation, so you know it it is it it sounds a trite or cliche it is what it is you know and i know schools are having to deal with it in different ways and it's worse in some places than others but uh, definitely most schools going back to wearing masks students wearing masks at school um, you know, we get the nightly uh, school board meeting, Twitter uh, entertainment, you know that uh, that that happens. Uh, you know, uh, when when the schools make those decisions, but uh, you know, I think in the long run, I actually touched on this in our A to Z uh, preseason uh, column. I, th- I think it's going to make these this generation of kids tougher having to go through all this as, at their age. Um, you know, you, you kind of have to do what you got to do. And uh, I think those kids are going to be stronger uh, for it uh, in the long run. So, again, that's, uh, you know, first thing to watch for this week. I, from a football perspective, I'm really curious how, you know, this Cathedral-Westfield uh, game, um, anxious to see both teams and looking forward to seeing both teams play. And also the the quarterback, uh, you know, situation for both teams really um, – maximus webster coming back as the uh, starter for westfield and i know they're going to play uh their their uh second string quarterback uh some too as well but also really looking forward to seeing uh cathedral play you know cathedral and their quarterback danny o'neill uh he's a sophomore um you know he he hasn't played a varsity game as far as like being a starter in a, in a big game like that he's played some in, as a freshman and you know what you would say is mop-up duty but uh you know, Nate McCahill was their starter last year. Had a great year. Uh, couldn't have been any better. But now uh, O'Neill takes over at quarterback, and you know, really looking forward to seeing him play. He's he's a very heralded player, and and uh, he's I did a story on him back in July. But uh, you know, really a, a good team around him, and uh, you know, it'd be fun to see what he can do uh, at the uh, as the starter now. So. That should be a great game, too, and I, I think, like I touched on earlier, I think it'll be much closer than last year when Cathedral kind of just blew Westfield out of the water in the opener, uh, which was surprising. And, and then the last thing I think, at least as far as these three things I'm looking for, is the uh, Warren Central-Center uh, Grove game. Just to see what the gap is there, uh, Warren had, was running clocked against Center Grove last year uh, in the uh, tournament game. And, you know, I don't know – you know, the the first game of the year was closer. It was a close game at halftime. Uh, Warren could not do a whole lot offensively against Center Grove in that opener. But uh, I would think this would be – you know, it's always the – Center Grove is always a team that's much better at the end of the year than they are at the beginning. Um and I think Warren will probably be the same way. I think this could kind of be a defensive game, but I think Warren's got, you know, they're going to have some more weapons this year, some more experience on the offensive side. I think defensively, again, they should be really good. I don't expect them to win this game. I think Center Grove is just going to have too much for them. But, you know, mostly curious, you know, what what what's the gap from Center Grove to, to Warren? You know, what's Warren's a team that potentially could be, you know, there's a lot of teams who could be the second best team in, in Central Indiana. I think they're – at least, as far as six A goes, I think they're in that mix. And what's the, you know, what's the gap between the two programs uh, after Friday night? So that's the, uh, you know, that I'm, I, Center Grove may not be touched this year again. And and uh, you know, certainly they're capable of running the table. So um, you know, that will be. Uh, but I think Warren also has a kind of a fresh energy with Mike Kirshner there as, coming in as coach. And uh, anytime you get a new coach, especially that uh, caliber and you know what he has uh, done throughout his career, uh, and Jason West was—he's great as well. But uh, moving, but sometimes moving to a new program kind of just infuses you, you with some new energy. So I think that'll be uh, really fun to to watch uh, Friday to see what the how that game ends up, and if Warren can make it make it a, a good game. I think that'll be. Um, you know, interesting on Friday so that'll do it for this week's uh, podcast again appreciate Omar Cooper coming on and uh, we'll try to do that every week is have, a, ha- have an athlete on and, and interview them and then uh, you know kind of preview the week one of uh, football as well and uh, go ahead and Check out all of our coverage uh, at IndyStar.com. Like I said, a lot of uh, preview stuff ran this week, and uh, we'll have a little bit more, too, into Thursday and Friday. So uh, check all that out. Appreciate uh, you listening to the uh, podcast.